0: The following podcast is a part of the Spin Studio Network.
1: I text you a question. Next minute, my phone rings. What is wrong with you? Nothing worse than a salad orderer who then wants in on all the chips. So what section are you in? What section am I in? Someone's trying to board this father's semi-trailer-sized luggage. I think you should be more concerned with that. Hello and welcome to another episode of Literally Nobody Cares. It's like week two of the year or whatever, and like we've still got another episode coming out. I'm not bragging, but you know, I'm fucking bragging. Um what are we doing today? I am going to start today by chatting about the Royal situation because the Royals we spoke about last week, there were some comments in the group, Um, the group you asked, oh, you're not in the group, it's because you're a fucking loser, Um, hello, get on the group, Um, literally nobody cares on Facebook. People were commenting about uh, the Royal situation, everyone kind of mixed feelings and emotions. What I did say in the episode was, I feel like we're all a bit at a stretch here because we haven't heard it from them directly. Harry has since come out and spoken directly and so I feel as though we now have context from them and as a result, I will be amending my statement. Um, He has made a comment that – and I feel like I kind of said this in in the episode where I was on one side or the other. I wasn't sure. But where I landed was that Meghan can't be trusted. And I feel like I'm still there. But the way that Harry has spoken and some of the stuff that he has said – and I'm going to try and get it on my little phone here – Um, this language was interesting to me. The decision that I have made for my wife and I to step back is not one I made lightly. So if this is, if this statement is correct and has come from him, so we'll take it as correct. He's made the call, not Megan. As a result, fuck everyone off then. They can do what they want. It's their fucking lives. I wouldn't wish, as I've said already, this whole scenario on my worst enemy, getting trapped in this Royal family. It's a nightmare. Like, you can't be doing nothing without approval. You can't talk. I'm not into it. He Like, literally, as a result of this life, literally as a result of over, I guess, stimulated interest in their life and the media, his mother died. Like, you can't even put a mental cost on that, to be honest. That's outrageous. On top of that, he has like two nights out having a drink. It's splashed on every newspaper. I can 100% see where he's coming from and I think fuck him, And I also think fuck the queen because she would have absolutely been like, let's not talk about it publicly. Let's have a chat privately. Let's have a chat privately. Let's have a chat privately. And eventually he was just like, this is never going to end. This is what we do as a family. We don't say anything. It's all like, let's stay quiet, release these tiny statements of horse shit and we keep going on. I'm not about it. I'm not having a bar of it. Thank you anyway. Harry is living his own life. Oh, he's handed back the title. Who gives a fuck? As if he needs to be introduced as His Royal Highness Prince Harry. He's Prince Harry. He's fine. You know what I mean? He doesn't need the title. He's good to go. So I'm not into that. They're going to repay the money on thing. They'll be able to raise that money in 30 seconds, truthfully. Like, hello, Elton John will probably write the check himself, let's be honest. Um, you know, he said, I'll continue supporting the queen and good on him. He doesn't need to say, and you know, this is a guy who literally served in the armed forces also. And I just feel like, do you know what I mean? That's something that like, that's serious business. He went out there, he risked his lives for other people. He did what he could. He was out there doing that, and I feel to an extent he was required because of his royal association, but he did it nonetheless. He risked his life for his country, quite literally. And I just don't think he deserves to be spoken of in the manner in which he is being spoken of currently in the press. I think fuck the lot of them. His call, he does what he wants. Uh, like I said, Megan, I'm not really sure. I think there's something going on there. But Harry has spoken, I'm on his side. Um, I'm pleased that together we've found a constructive and supportive way to move forward for a grandson. Oh, that's the Queen's thing. Whatever, sweetie. Um, so the time to the United Kingdom and work toward becoming financially independent. I mean, this is just horrible. Like... To be publicly forced to even have this conversation, to have to do all this stuff, and all of it, you know, to be screwed and whatever, I really feel like it. with all the stuff they were prepared, they went with the, the next day, it was already prepared. This conversation's clearly been going on for far too long, and clearly the Queen has been far too slow in keeping things progressing, thinking that she'll, oh, this'll be a phase, it'll pass, she'll be right, she'll be right, she'll be right. No, thank you. And you know what? They gave all the stuff they had to give to the royal family, they gave the wedding, they gave the baby, they did the whole palaver, they did the whole bit. I'm sorry, I'm not having a literal bar of it now. The guy has been through well and truly enough, and I'm really just not having a bar of it. That's the end of that. Anywho, that's my amendment on the Royal Statement, in case you're wondering. Um, What else we got going on? I am traveling to New York City uh, next week for work purposes, and uh, that's going to be interesting. Basically, um, what we're doing is just standard work, whatever, but... It's my first international. international. Mm, hello. It's my first international trip of 2020. So I feel as though we need to begin planning, uh, we need to begin discussions, we need to begin posting of my review platform, if you will now i don't know that we've determined if it's a separate platform if it's my existing platform it feels like a separate platform to me um by platform i mean page as like you know another instagram i'm concerned that maybe on my own it's a little bit random but um i don't know it could be a ramp up maybe it starts on mine i don't really know producer courtney i think is concerned. we need a
0: name though
1: Oh, we absolutely need a name. Have you got any
0: brainstorm? Are we asking the people for a name?
1: I mean, if they can help out with a name, please come forward. I need something. Because remember when I was going to that concert where I had the camera in my car?
0: Yeah, that lasted for a hot minute after you bought all the
1: equipment. Yeah, exactly. Um, But that was called Dash Sam, and that came from the followers.
0: That's such a good name. That was
1: phenomenal, really phenomenal. like
0: Sam says, you know. I know,
1: we need something. But I feel like what I want to do, and, you know, feedback, welcome, um, feedback but not uh, opinions from Cheryl's um, or Karen's, and if Christy hyphen fucking Lee comes along and thinks she's got input, she can fuck off, but no, I'm thinking what I will do is I'll decide whether or not they will maintain their rating, um, and so if they are a five-star hotel, I will decide if five is the correct stars, or whether or not I need to deduct one, or at times two, to make them a. So you don't want to go with your hotel.
0: own rating system.
1: No. So what I will do, I think, is I'm going to have some kind of situation where I'm ranking. Um, Like the things that matter to me, the density of the towels, the creme brulee on the room service menu, the speed at which the room service is delivered to the room. The club sandwich. The club sandwich, obviously, et cetera, et cetera. I will be ranking those things that are important to me. But overall, my final assessment will be whether they keep or lose their five stars, I think.
0: Okay, and are we just going hotels or no, are we no, going no, restaurants, airlines, airlines,
1: airlines for sure. And S- I think This
0: can form part of the name, so we need to know more specifics. Mm, I think
1: definitely airlines. Um, look, I don't want to. Are we um, that? I don't want to put walls around me because you know I can review anything at the drop of a hash, uh, which is why average at the moment.
0: Well, yes, we are going to do that, but the problem with this is is that you're ranking whether the hotels keep their star. How do we know whether an airline or a restaurant keeps their star?
1: Well, I mean, they to an extent have the same thing, right? Like, you know what I mean? Realistically, like ANCAP ratings and whatnot. Like In America, they have, yeah, but not here. What do you mean ANCAP's global? They all have ratings.
0: Do our restaurants have ratings?
1: Well, not restaurants. I don't know about restaurants. Oh, okay. I'm talking about airlines. But um, I'm not really. But I think that um, I think that ultimately, maybe the restaurant is like it's not for me. It's like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like overall, all of them will be like this is the hotel. It's not for me. But internally in that, there's going to be various rankings of certain things that matter to me. For a restaurant, for example, it will be how often I have to get somebody's attention for my drink to be refilled. But
0: then I feel we still need an overall ranking out of 10. This is on Sam's scale of standards. This is where we sit. Do you know what I mean?
1: I'm just not sure. I mean, feedback permitted, um, <laughs> each one is going to be different things, right? So like I said, it's creme brulee at the hotel, but in the restaurant it's an espresso martini. I will be ranking the, the world's espresso martinis, of Whether course. Whether
0: they can cook the steak as to your preference? Correct.
1: Well, the not, garlic not bread my like. preference. It? It's a global standard. Just exactly. that people don't seem to be able to I mean, to as that. in
0: the preference that you requested. I have selected and off the global standard. the garlic bread situation. Whether they
1: offer a garlic bread? Um, is it dry? Do they need to up their standards? Are they using old bread and just putting it on? Is it its own entity you Do you know, have to ask some...
0: for tomato sauce or does it come with the fries? I don't think it
1: comes anywhere anymore.
0: It really doesn't. Everyone's no. giving me aioli.
1: Oh, and I don't – fuck. Can we just have a moment? Garlic aioli. Like, uh, can you fuck off?
0: Someone on Instagram the other day, Alexis, who I follow, she was having coriander
1: aioli. That's bizarre. A truffle aioli I'll allow. But it has to be on the side of a, a tomato sauce or a ketchup. I'm, like, what is, the, what is the aioli thing? Does it make the chips fancier? I don't need that. I'm a basic guy. I am happy to just have tomato sauce slash ketchup. Do you know what I mean? Fucking unacceptable. Or of course, I'm not a crazy person or a psychopath. A sweet and sour at McDonald's, obviously. Obviously. It's also permitted. Um. Anywho. So. There's going to be um, several things that we check at an airline, several things that we check at a restaurant, several things we check at a hotel, but then the overall ranking system is the issue. I just feel like it's beneath me to give something out of 10 or something. It feels so generic, feels so Karen, so Cheryl to me. I need like something of my own uniqueness. Do you know what I mean? I'm just not sure what that is.
0: Well, let's ask the people, I will, what day, it's Tuesday today, when this goes live and you're listening, it's Wednesday, I yes. will put it up straight away tomorrow so that we can, because we have to get walls around this, you're leaving for New York in a few days. I know. We need walls now.
1: We need walls immediately. Um, and they need to be fancy walls, and they need to be well-dressed. Anywho. Good ideas
0: only. We're not going to do the whole uh, like write anything, all ideas are welcome. Just good shit, guys. Yeah,
1: no, we're not doing anything. I, and truly, if I get bad ideas, I'm going to highlight them, <sighs> I think, because, you know.
0: People are going to put them and see if you do that now.
1: Yeah, like because some people, oh, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, ugh, anyway, um, I can't be having it. I also don't have time to be reviewing it. Although I probably won't be doing it anyway. Someone else will. Um, what else we got here? Sam, so I this wanna week, I want to
0: talking me Elton John. Like, I I'm know, dying for this story. You haven't next. told me.
1: It's on my list. It's arriving. Okay, we've arrived. I'll calm down. Should I drink this because it's cold?
0: Okay, so, so you know how I said last week we're going to give Sam testing things from around the world today? So I went to like a candy store to get different things. They basically had British and American stuff. So I think we need a new plan to get things from all different places around the world. And it's going to be snack kind of things. Could no, from not- Ireland send it? Maybe we can have – maybe we can set up something in the group or we can –
1: Yeah, can someone post stuff to me and we'll, like, refund the postage or whatever.
0: Okay, so today he's trying a Duff energy drink. So I'm going to actually film this so that we've got it for the Facebook group, Sam. Full
1: disclosure, I don't drink energy drinks um, at all. This is
0: an energy drink from America based on the Homer Simpson beer. Orange flavoured. Here we go.
1: No, see – all of these energy drinks have this taste at the end, and it's vile. I don't understand what you need it for. On the front of the palate, I'm feeling Fanta, but on the back of the palate, I'm feeling this energy drink vibe. That it's, it's not a mood. It's not a vibe. It's a no from me. No. I, I mean, the aftertaste, oh, that's going to sit for weeks <laughs> and weeks. That's horrible. That so, actually is reminiscent of the show. Horrible, tasteless humor.
0: We weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons as children.
1: And we were shielded from trash, to be honest. You might as well just go Sorry,
0: on. it's almost like – do you like Fanta?
1: I do like Fanta.
0: Okay, so you've got like a good – The front-end Fanta,
1: yes, but the back end is an energy drink and I'm not about so it.
0: So it's like – it tastes like Monster or
1: no, like Red No, I the think they end. all have a – and I don't – it must be like the guarana or the caffeine. caffeine or something in it. But there's something in it that – taurine, that's what it'll be. It's the taurine in it. Oh, there's guarana too. And panax, whatever that means, but yeah, no, I I don't like an energy drink. It's not. I don't drink Red Bulls. I don't drink Monsters. I mean, shock horror that I don't drink Monster. Lord, Um, yeah. So official rating, it's a no from me. Okay,
0: scale one to five.
1: Well, you forced me into a scale, i just said so I don't think it's very Cheryl-like. The <laughs> oh, yeah, sorry. Well, we did it
0: with the chips last week. It's the troubles. What
1: did I get the chips?
0: remember you were saying, like, it is lamingtony. It is. So they did now that, but then you don't like the taste of lamington. I can't remember what you decided, to be honest. Neither
1: do I? I thought it was out of 10, too, because I feel like I gave, like, a 7.5 or a I six and half was, or something. I think it was, and
0: then you were like, 10's too much, and I was like, no, 10's good.
1: <laughs> um, I would say out of 10, it's going to be in the realm of a 4. Wow.
0: All right. Duff, you're out.
1: But we could do a lineup of energy drinks and I could rate them within the 10 themselves. But I don't like energy drinks. So it, it was, it had no chance to begin with. But anyway, Duff Beer, like I said, similar to the TV show, Trash Humor, no thank you. Family Guy's more my speed, if people were wondering. Um, Elton, Sir Elton John, I mean, from Royals to Royalty, yeah. Um, Let's have a discussion. So I was, I'm not an Elton John fan, which is probably um, somewhat of a shock to people, but I am not an Elton John fan. I um, appreciate the talent, get it. Um, I knew very few words to any of the songs. Um, I think maybe- What
0: candle in the wind, Sam.
1: I, I knew candle in the, parts of candle in the wind, the most parts of that. And there was one other song that I wasn't ready for. Rocketman?
0: No. Benny in the Jets? No. Tiny Dancer?
1: I mean, I knew that because of Friends.
0: Saturday, Saturday. I think
1: I got that too. But you know what I also <laughs> appreciate <laughs> and why people are 10 out of 10s? I've been throwing out a lot of Friends references lately. On Emily's post where she announced that she was having a boy, I posted this is brand new information and I had several comments below referencing back to the fact that I had taken that from Friends and I appreciated it. And then I posted from the concert and I also said this is my favourite song, Tony Danza. <laughs> uh, and I had people reply, Cheryl replied Mosaic. was it's tiny dance <laughs> okay Cheryl thank you do you think I need an update you fucking mong I'm at the concert you're at home okay thanks it was a reference to friends um...
0: can you feel the love tonight did you sing that
1: can you... You wouldn't no You didn't for
0: that. what about your song
1: he sang that and everyone was like it's your song it's your song it's your song I was like I don't know what the fuck that is it's not my song oh
0: you didn't know what your song was
1: wow. I knew like three words of it again I don't know like I don't know
0: circle of life
1: he didn't sing that. Wow, that's upsetting. I got yeah. no Lion King. I was very upset.
0: But you know Benny and the Jets, right? But Benny and the Jets. That's yeah. what you know. Yeah. Okay. That's
1: where this lyric stopped. I see, I see. There was one other song that he sang, and I was like, oh, this is him. And um, But I didn't get there. I will say Great Stamina. The show was almost three hours long.
0: Crocodile Rock? No.
1: No. I don't know what. Um it been. the song was uh, sorry the concert was 3 hours long which I felt like was like wow. Um everyone was like oh my god he's 7 years 3 hours long. I mean he's seated the whole time. I'm not being rude or anything but he is in he's fact a good performer seated. is he? Seated. I think it was pretty good. I don't think he's nailed I think it's too late now but I don't think he's nailed the piano and and audience interaction. I thought he felt when he Just stands up. For and then pointed, and that was at the end of it, then he sat back down. It was like, that
0: was kind of weird. Well, he's older now. He might not have the energy levels. I would
1: say that's probably what it is. But, you know, he's seated the entire concert, so three hours, I understand. But it was three hours nonetheless, um, which was very impressive, uh, a very w- wide portfolio of songs. What I was shocked at was the actual audience who was in attendance. Um, it felt a little bit um, hick-adjacent. It felt a little bit... Um, homeless vibes. There was a lot of shoeless people and thong wearing people. Anyway, I'll come back to that because that was weird for me because, again, I've not seen him in concert before. Anywho, about in January last year, my good friend Amy said to me, um, oh my God, Elton's coming. And I was like, okay, like for dinner because I honestly couldn't care less. And she was like, oh, it's the dream. Let's all go. And I was like, okay. So as all good concerts begin a group message was formed to text other people who apparently have an interest. I was there purely as a side kick. A uh, couple, uh, couple of people were in, Ben was in. Um, then Ben went back to Perth and abandoned me and left me alone. Uh, so thanks for that. His ticket was absorbed by Elton's biggest fan, Amy's mum. So that was okay. Um, anyway, so... Why we, wasn't
0: Anne-Marie already in? That's she's going she to Melbourne goes. next week
1: okay. um, to see him at another winery. She has she is actually out uh out-fanned me because she is... Uh, she, has seen she hasn't Elton. met him though, has she? Absolutely not. So
0: she officially hasn't. Officially has
1: not. Um, no, Anne-Marie has seen Elton. Uh, that was her eighth time. And I haven't counted the amount of Celine, but I reckon I'm only at like six.
0: Let's go now.
1: I've I honestly like, I'm I've not been very to one with you. Brisbane 08 yeah. was the first time live. I've seen her twice in Vegas, haven't I? I
0: thought you... Oh, three yeah, tw- times. Three times in Vegas, once in London.
1: Three times in Vegas plus the billboards?
0: Plus billboards, I plus think. Plus the
1: billboards. That's five in Vegas. Sorry, that's five total. And I've seen London. her in London.
0: Yeah.
1: I've seen her in Sydney. yes. Seven.
0: Or oh, you're so close. Seven. Seven. She's touring again though, isn't she? We can up it.
1: We can up it. There's still time. Um anywho, so i yeah. seen her
0: twice just in case anyone cared and about my level of phantom.
1: She's a banger every time. Um so anyway, that's um Yeah, so that's how I kind of ended up there. It was kind of like an agreement over a year ago. Cut to January uh, and it's storm week in Australia. It's the fucking worst storms we've ever seen. We got a month's worth of rain. Sorry. We got three months worth of rain in one evening from sleep to wake up. uh, And that was on the the Thursday night into Friday, wasn't it? Or was it the Friday night into the Saturday? No, it was the Friday night into the Saturday. So the night before we were going to the concert... Let me clarify. This is a concert at Cireme Wines. If you don't know sirame it's because you have taste because the Cireme Wines are disgusting and foul and nobody should drink them. Anyway, um, so it's basically outdoors. So it's like a fucking big grassy area and they build a big stage in front of like a big hill. So like the hill is like the natural you know ascending of chairs if you will basically. So anyway, um it's outside. There's no hiding from the rain, there's no helping. It's a portaloo vibe, it's not a vibe. So when we were buying the tickets, there was a discussion in the group text message I referred to where we were discussing ticket prices. 130 was the entry level ticket, um all the way up to I think, you know, $1200 for a uh package where you went on the stage 2 hours before and got a photo at his piano which I felt was fucking offensive.
0: That's really cool like I wouldn't pay that but that's that's a cool thing to do.
1: Yeah, it's not for me. Um, like how
0: much of it is his piano? Does he bring this or is it just one that's here?
1: I couldn't tell you
0: because if it's not like his piano it's not that cool It's just no, a piano care. he played on and he hadn't even played on it when you took the photo. I
1: would say it's the same piano that tours the country surely. So it's like the, it must be the, the tour piano so maybe is it like something. extra. I honestly didn't look that closely. You couldn't tell if closely. the was good, I guess. Um, anyway, so it was, it's an outdoor vibe. So we have the night before we are due to go, the Friday evening into Saturday, we have three months' worth of rain in one evening. Our motorway, our primary highway motorway was actually cut off by water. Um, it was flash flooding. It was a fuck up. And this is a grassy outdoor area. So I literally am lying in bed at three in the morning Hearing the torrential downpour, like I am talking torrential, and I think to myself, this is a dream. This is going to be cancelled, and I am good to go. I am good to cancel and walk away. Um, No, Uh, apparently they don't cancel concerts at this venue. They don't give a fuck. So instead, um, they issued a notice that was like, you can't park on site anymore because we're just running a mud pit now. Um, Sorry, if you've got a four-wheel drive, feel free. What the fuck? Um, so take our park and ride. You can jump on the nearest bus at the fucking homeless shelter. And no, absolutely not. So anyway, that was the offer. Park and ride. Can you imagine? No, I'm sorry, but I'm not parking and riding. That's truly the worst possible. Being on a bus of strangers. And at this stage, I presumed his crabs a little bit more highbrow. Anyway, so. I was a bit devastated. So seeing these announcements that hey, they're not cancelling, it's it's not happening, um, I sort of... You know how you just, just sort of like the throw out like, oh, God, that sucks. Maybe, you know, like, you know, are we still going to go to that? Or... Um, and I was met with a fervent, yes. Uh, people were very stern on still attending. So I then felt that we were in a bit of damage control. Um, you know, you're an audience of tens, so you'll understand. Um, I don't own any shoes worth less than probably five hundred dollars i don't think um the only ones that would go close to that would maybe be a pair of nikes that i own that are about three or four hundred i think i bought them in europe um other than that i don't know how much of any. do
0: yeezys go for when you, you buy them in eight the eight or store. In Oh, the in the store? the store they're 300 did you buy them in the store once the yellow oh, My ones?
1: yellow ones I bought in the US, so they're oh, they'd be about three it's fifty. It's
0: heartbreaking though because they're still Yeezys though. So it's well, not the, really and, a mud shoe. And they're shoe.
1: lime, and I also felt like they're fabric, so I can't wear a fabric shoe because I felt like the muds gonna and then my socks and then my feet and like that's not happening. So
0: what about your Crocs?
1: Hmm, that hurt, didn't it? Um, my plastic, sh- you know, it's a no from me. So I um I had a bit of a moment where I was like, what do I actually do here? I'm not going to traipse through the mud with thousand dollar shoes. Um I didn't particularly want to ruin my, you know, my ballet loafers because then we'll might like get around the Woolworths shoe. Um so just not for me. So anyway, I um realized that I needed something. I also then realized that I don't own any sort of like wet weather adjacent gear because the forecast for the evening was torrential downpour. So uh, I went to Pacific Fair uh, and began the shopping bonanza. Everyone was saying, you know, you buy that plastic bag that you just put over your head, basically. Um, you know, like that light plastic vibes. Um, and you're protected. I obviously wasn't going to do that. I refused. And so I went on the hunt for a spray jacket, if you will. I visited, um, you know, it's truly devastating. Louis Vuitton are doing gumboots this season and they're due in next week. So we missed about that much, ladies and gentlemen. And they are pretty fucking cool. And I would have had no reason to own them except for that event. So we could have almost been there. Anyway, so I went to Uniqlo um, because Uniglo seems to have literally every piece of clothing that's ever been made ever in terms of style available. And they had a jacket situation that seemed pretty like resilient to the water. Um, in a a deaky black. So I was into that. Um, I thought maybe, mm, so I continued looking around, you know, I went to Nike and there was like a neon thing. Like I'm not wearing, I'm not wearing like garbage man green to a concert. Do you know what I mean? Oh my word. And I'm thinking to myself, like it's an Elton John concert, right? The gays will be there. Um, there'll be people that I know. I don't need rolling and looking like a homeless person. I just need to have a bit of a vibe going on. So... Anyway, I ended up choosing the Uniglo piece, $79.95, spray jacket um, lined inside to keep me warm, even though it was 10,000 degrees and just humidity was at a disgusting percentage. So I purchased that um, and then I needed shoes and I was freaking out. I tried to find swims. I didn't stock them anywhere. I went everywhere. There was nothing. I was thinking like I needed a bit of a high ankle because like the mud or oh, file. Didn't want to do. So I decided in the end, I'm just going to go and buy a pair of all leather sneakers because they'll be a little bit higher. They're leather so that the moisture won't penetrate um, and I'll be good to go. So I went to uh, Platypus, um, the shoe shop, I think it's called, maybe. yeah Platypus. Um, And whilst I was at Platypus, I had a look around and I found these Reeboks that were just, um, they were all white because I can't wear a black sneaker. I kind of look like I'm from the special school, so I I can't wear those. Um, So I need to, what? I, that's what I look like. It's not my fault. Um, so I bought, I buy white sneakers. So uh, I don't own any black sneakers. So I, except my new black Easies, but that's like a runner. I think it's different. Anyway, so like a black leather is what I'm talking about. Hello. Um, so I go in there and I'm like, yeah, these will do a size anywhere in this realm. We're good to go. Let's get out of here. And the girl goes to me, okay, cool. Um, I really like your jewelry. And I was like, okay. And they're just like, is it Cartier? And I was like, yeah, sure. Um, cool. I was on my phone, like, you know, doing my biz. And um, then she's like, oh, can I, um, can I get your email to join our loyalty program thing? And I was like, no, thank you. I want nothing to do with your platypus loyalty program, sweetheart. And then she's like, oh, we just, we prefer to get it for, um, you know, and when, look, you know, I'm not very nice, but every now and again, like I get it if you're in retail, when you've been told, like, you need to get X amount of emails a day, like there's KPIs and whatever. And like, it's just an email. So I was like, fuck it. You can have it. So I gave my Gmail. I don't give my primary email, obviously. And my Gmail is my name. Um, And the girl goes, oh, it is you. And I was like, oh. She's like, I listen to the podcast. I love it. Which means she's a fucking 10 out of 10, in case you're wondering. And she was like, I just didn't think it was you because I wondered why you'd be buying shoes in here. And I said to her, you follow closely. You're in my heart. Um, you're in my mind. You're in the group. You're a 10. Uh, you knew that this pair of hundred dollar Reeboks is not a shoe that belongs in my wardrobe. Um, so you're a 10 out of 10. I said to her, well, actually I'm going to a concert where they're going to be positively destroyed. Um, and I wish to destroy them and not my Louis Vuittons. And then she said, yeah, that seems more, more appropriate. And I was like, good. You'll be hearing about it in the podcast. Love you the most. So there we were. Uh, that was a great time. Love you to death. It didn't get your name, but it doesn't matter. you still a 10. So I purchased the white sneakers, raced home. Um, then um, how did we get there? Obviously a private transfer because I'm not joining some sort of bus shuttle situation. Thank you very much. Um, and then we went off to uh, this diabolical mess is what I will be calling it. So basically it's just like, it's, so it's at a winery. And this winery, whilst owned by a very wealthy tight ass, um, he's just not fixed any of the roads. So we're driving through like really sketchy, low, flooded over like roads. And like, I'm not sure if you've seen the government campaign, but if it's flooded, forget it. Um, whereas that wasn't an option for me. Uh, it was flooded and I needed to get through. And so we've got a private transfer, which is like a people mover, like a Viano, like a Mercedes thing. And, you know, it's a people mover. So like we're packing weight, I've also had to bring things to sit on. So um, it was heavy. And so I was having a real moment, like this car could be absolutely bogged. And like, I'm not helping anyone move a vehicle out of a fucking hole, hello? So anyway, we then finally get up to, uh, we get through this like disastrous little moment where we were gonna be bogged um, and we get to where we need to go. And then we get out of the car and it begins just absolutely pouring. Like straight up saturation levels, day ruined. Um, You know, people are wearing gum boots. Like it's a whole situation. Now just a step back when we discuss the ticket prices, whilst my normal reaction to something would be to buy the $1,200 ticket, um, this is a circumstance where I didn't care that much. I also thought it would be kind of a vibe to go to like an outdoor situation, chill, have some good music in the background, you know, whatever. So basically you buy this GA ticket, general admission, um, which not a fan. Uh, and you can bring your own chairs and blankets and things and you can have a whole picnic vibe. And that's kind of like like a luxe picnic is kind of what I like. Um, when I say that, it's like I've never done it before, but it felt like a good vibe. So I, um, you know, we packed up camping chairs, blankets. I put together a fabulous little charcuterie board, if you will, with a beautiful salami and a chorizo, um, you know, some smoked hams. We had different biscuits, obviously some lighter, some heavier. We were offering a Mersey Valley. We were offering a, a sharp cheddar. You know, we had obviously a caramelized onion because I'm not a psychopath. Um, You know, we had a really good put together. I had a, um, a choc chip cookie made for the occasion. Um, you know, several assortment of chips. We had beverages. Um, actually, no, we only had water because you don't have, to have beverages. You have to purchase them on site. They don't allow beverages to come in. So anyway, um, it was going to be a fabulous little event. A little esky on wheels, like a little suitcase pulling along. Um, you know, a luxe camping chair, if you will. Um, a, really, a really lovely, fluffy, light, yet weather-resistant... Um, picnic blanket, if you will. I'm very large. Um, they advertised only to bring small ones because there wasn't a lot of space, but I just felt like I needed a larger one. Um, anyway, so upon arrival, we unpacked the car. It begins pouring with rain. I put the hood over my head. My hair is immediately ruined. So that's where the whole day was a fucking downhill moment. My hair was ruined. I had to pack a hat for that precaution. So I then had to put a hat on. So I look like, again, you know, special school. So anyway... We get to the line and there's maybe, what would I say to line up to get in? Um, I don't know, a thousand people maybe. Uh, the line went back what seemed like about six months. So of course I cut in the line because I'm not someone that goes to the back of the line. That's a Courtney move. I prefer to just go straight to the, the front um, and then just pretend like I didn't realise, um, which is what we did. But there was several different lines to enter. On one is this premium line. Over here is the VIP line. Over here is a super VIP line. Over here is like the Elton VIP line. And then the GA line, which is 16 kilometres long. I'm in the fucking GA line. I don't have VIP fucking anything. So I'm thrilled at that at this moment. Fucking thrilled. I'm thinking back to January last year, Sam, January, 2018, Sam, where he was like, it'll be a vibe. It's not a vibe. Um, always buy VIP just in case as a precaution. So we went in, we had to line up for some time. We got inside. I had to inspect my bags in case I was bringing something nefarious in. It's a fucking Elton John concert. What am I bringing? Honestly? Although had I've known what I was getting myself into, I probably would have brought a weapon. Anyway, so then we get inside and we go and we find like, oh my God, people who have a job in security, like I don't know if there's anyone in this group with a security guard role, you're not a police officer. I'm like, also, were you bullied as a child? Cause like, I'm not sure why you've chosen this as a career path, but we got in there and like the area of grass was like packed. Then I went up to the next area of grass, like we haven't opened this yet. You need to fill that area. And I was like, why well, not sitting in mud sweetheart? No. She was like, well, this isn't open yet. It's not full down there. And I was like, what well, would you want me to, is a double deckering. Am I just sitting on someone's head? She was like, no, it's just, um, when we decide to open it, we decide to open it. It's like, is this it? This is all the power you have. This is all in the world right here, right now, stopping me from putting my picnic blanket out in the pouring fucking rain on this patch of grass that isn't muddy. The only fucking patch left virtually. No, it's not open yet. Okay. I don't need you in my life. And like, I'm sorry that you're bullied as a child. And I'm sorry that your hair is disgusting and it's nothing to do with the rain. I am sorry that you have found the box dye, Cheryl. That isn't my fault. You can find dye in other places, like a hairdresser, like a professional. Anyway, so I just stood there and was like, well, you're going to open it eventually. And I ain't losing this patch of grass. So I just outstood her. And then eventually she started to like crack. You could see that she was giving because she's having to like stop so many people. You know, he's having a seat and people are like, eventually you give in. I just made a cave like the fucking cheap chair that she was. And we just set our shit up. What are you going to do? Pack it up for me. It's pouring rain. So we sat down. I laid out what can only be described as a palatial blanket um, covering a a large area because I like no one to be near me. Um, but the blanket is purely there for, um, you know, the food, etc. Uh, I'm sitting on a chair, obviously. So we set up, we're good to go. Um, it's pouring with rain, positively pouring. So I can't get literally uh, anything out because if we were to pull food out, it would be literally swimming um, immediately. So that was no good. I then start to look around and notice the crowd. And this was the most eye-opening moment for me, Elton's fans are fucking losers. I'm sorry, but like it was every bogan in Queensland. Like if you didn't have shoes, I felt like that was your ticket in. Or if you had bad shoes, even faster in. And I couldn't believe it because it was kind of like, what's happening, Elton? Like, I thought you were a queen. Where are all the well-dressed people? Like, why are we all in here? Shady AF. Like people were literally like the ugliest shit ever. And I'm talking about people dressed up because like, whatever, you think you've got a vibe and like they don't. What happens at concerts? Do people dress up and think that the, the artist is going to be like, oh my God, you've dressed exactly like me 30 years ago. Come up on stage. Let's be friends. Come home with me. That's not going to happen. I don't get why you're dressing up. If it's to have a good night with your friends, I get it. But when you're trying to get like attention of the artist, it's fucking weird, man. Cancel that shit immediately.
0: Cut to you at a concert with Celine, screaming your head off like, Celine!
1: No, no, no. No, 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 no. Let's just step way back. Let's put the car in park. Now let's put it in fucking reverse and let's floor (laughs) it backwards. At no point was I screaming Celine because, firstly, I'm me. But, secondly, that's a classy event. Do you know who Celine's fans are? Classy people. Wealthy, classy people. The opposite end of the spectrum of Elton's fans. I was simply extending my arm for a wave darling it's me at this stage we hadn't met so she didn't realize um and i don't want to be that person but she looked immediately at me and waved in response and then i thought i will lean on my contacts harder to meet you and then we'll have a discussion one day where my shoes are 10
0: vocalizing her name
1: well what would i be vocalizing for she's at quite a distance waving
0: you were like silly
1: no it's just hello darling And she saw it, she waved, we were there. People were with me and they verified that information. Do you know what I'm saying? Anyway, uh, we can put the car back in drive. So anyway, Elton's fans are losers. Um, They're all a fucking bunch of derelicts. Um, I was shocked and appalled at the people I was surrounded by. I didn't realize I needed to pack Kevlar uh, because I might be shivved in the line for a beer, which I'm not buying, FYI. So this whole put together is foul. Like, it is muddy and disgusting and the people look like they're going to rob me and it's a no. So basically, you then have to go and line up to purchase drinks, like some sort of hick. What the fuck? Charge more for a separate line. Outbid the people to buy. So, you know, I send other people to get the drinks because I just couldn't be a part of it. Uh, They call me and they say, you can buy a beer, fuck off. You can buy May wine, I'd rather kill myself. I just want to repeat myself. If you're drinking Sierra May wine, it's because you don't have taste buds. It's disgusting. Or there's Verve and it was at an outrageous price, $130 for a bottle of Verve. No, thank you at all. So anyway, we buy the disgustingly overpriced bottle of Verve. They bring it back to me. It's in a fucking plastic carafe why would I drink out of plastic for $130 worth of champagne? And like, Verve isn't that good. It ain't worth that price, but it's certainly better than Cireme. So I then had to literally buy that, which was a fucking nightmare, uh, several times over out of plastic. Thank you for nothing. And then basically... I was just drinking as fast as I could. I mean, like, let's be honest. I was surrounded by criminals. I was in mud. I was dressed like a homeless person. I was wearing an $80 jacket that wasn't even fucking working. The water was completely seeping through this water repellent jacket. What in the flying fuck? Someone says to me, you should have bought dry as a bone. I don't live in the fucking outback and I'm not a hick, so uh, no thank you. My shoes were Reeboks and they were destroyed, but like, who cares about that anyway? It was truly a disaster. So that was just... Really, an issue. I couldn't sing along to the songs because I didn't know them. What I will say, they saved a chips and gravy that was a 10 out of 10. I really did enjoy the gravy. So, what I think that we'll do, um, I think we'll just need to pause and I'll just come back. Now, sorry for a hot minute there. I had to uh, literally step out. Uh, literally, nobody cares because I had a meeting because I have a job, Cheryl. So, the people who are like, hi, um, actually, I had a DM the other day from person. Hi, Sam. Um, I actually go to the gym three times a week, and I love the podcast. If you're to have three episodes a week, hi. Um, I think you should fucking fall off the treadmill. Um, and on your way down, hit your little head there. Shiz. Okay, Karen. Okay, Christy? Hi, fucking Lee. I have a job. We can't just be sauntering around recording podcasts. I'm also on about eighty of these things. I'm on the You Can Barely Sky podcast. I'm occasionally on the Uncensored Life. That's not what it's called. The Pop Culture Club. Of course, if Courtney listen to this, I'll never hear the end of it. Uh, and I'm also on. The spin life. It's like a fucking road show to a something. Anyway, so I'm back to continue the story of the hot chips and gravy. They made a banger hot chips and gravy. Do you know what ruined the hot chips and gravy? The fucking water that was raining down upon me into the gravy. Water and gravy don't mix. It's like me and Cheryl, we just don't mix. Do you know what I'm saying? Anyway, so that was a 10 out of 10. Anywho, continuing on to the story, I am then seated, as I have discussed, in a mud pit surrounded by dilettantes and criminals. Um, Then, now, like I discussed a bit earlier, the grass situation, they were trying to pack people in. But of course, there was some Johnny-come-latelys. We were going into a GA find-your-own-spot vibe, so we went early. We arrived, we thought we'd have a casual sit with a cheese and a wine. Instead, I was drinking from fucking plastic, eating cheese. Oh, no, I wasn't, because I couldn't pull the food out because it was pouring rain. Anyway, so we had what would be only described as the tiniest of tiny patches of grass between us and the freak shows next to us. The circus was truly in town. But there was a tiny, tiny patch of grass, and these two... Freak shows, direct from the caravan park, decided that they would set up there with their disgusting and filthy Kmart chairs that looked like they had been through World War Three. Don't call me back about war references; I'm not in the mood. Anyway, so they sit down there. Anyway, they're real characters; like they're having a vibe. They're really drinking now. At this stage, I'm about seventeen carafes deep. I've had to take out a loan on my house. I've traded my car in so that I don't have to experience any of this anymore at full capacity, mentally speaking. I am drinking out of plastic as fast as humanly fucking possible. Uh, At this stage, I've uploaded to social media and I'm getting just never-ending DMs from people being like, oh my god, it looks like a carafe of piss. Yeah, it also tastes like it. I'm sitting in mud drinking a $130 bottle of champagne I don't even like out of plastic. It's one plastic carafe that I'm then pouring into a glass fan. You know, those, what the fuck is with those little plastic cups? They're trying to make them fancy. It's like the tiny little stem and the tiny little... Uh, okay. The whole thing is a disaster. Just because you've got a, what appears to be the fanciest version of a plastic wine glass doesn't make the whole scenario any better. Just service a plastic cup and move the fuck on. Or to be honest with you at that stage, just put a fucking straw in the carafe. And it would be a plastic motherfucking straw do you know what i'm saying anyway so i then uh i'm watching these two people who were there anyway the night is continuing on elton is playing song after song after song that i have no idea about the words people are looking over being like you'll know this one and i'm like i know the two words in the chorus tiny dancer for example oh did i discuss sorry i can't remember but oh, i uploaded to social media Tiny Dancer by Elton John. A section of that on the gram, and I put on there. This is my favourite song, Tony Danza. Now, to those of you who are not in on the joke, Tony Danza is the name of the song. Uh, sorry, the title that Phoebe from Friends gives the song when she talks about it in her episode in this episode on Friends. And it's funny because she's like, "Oh, my favourite song is Tony Danza," and they're like, "We don't know that song." And then she sings it, and they're like laughing their heads off. So like, that's where the personal joke was. Okay. Like I'm sitting at fucking Elton John. You don't think I know the name of the song you fucking moron anyway. So basically, um, these people sit down, they're absolute trash. I'm dying because they're trash. Um, but you, you know, I'm moving on because I'm surrounded by trash. And I mean, you just progress, you just up and you move on 2020. It's a new me. It's a new vision or some shit. 2020 vision. All I could see is freaks anyway. So, Then, about halfway through the evening, now, something that you should know is that the whole event and any event held at Cireme is a trap, okay? It's a trap to sell the disgusting, cheap, nasty wine. That's all it is. So, basically, um, when you go to the bar, now, I'm in a little sexist here, and I don't want to hear about it, Cheryl, okay? But when you go to the bar, you can either order Cireme wine, which you might as well just kill yourself right there on the spot, You can order a bottle of Verve at $130, uh, which is like double the price of the most expensive other wine, or you can buy two, uh, sorry, beers, or you can buy two different spirits, bourbon and rum. Now, this is the sexist part. I am convinced that the reason it is those two spirits only is because they are male dominated spirits. I think that there's more chance a man is drinking those than a woman, and so they have removed any spirit more likely for a female to drink because they want them to drink the CyramA trash, basically. Because you're at the Cirame winery, right? But it's not like you're in the winery, it's just on their land. The people have hired their land. But obviously in the deal they forced them to say, you also have to buy all of this Cyramet wine, or you have to force your patrons to drink Cyrame wine. And then clearly said to them, You can't offer vodka, you can't offer Bacardi, you can't offer anything else that may be a skewed more likely female dominant spirit, we're not having a bar of that. You just have to have them drink Syramé. So it's really not ideal because one, the stuff is fucking disgusting, but two, everyone's like completely screwed because if you're normally like a spirit drinker, a couple of bottles of wine will really do you over. Do you know what I mean? And then it's a mud pit, mud, oh, hello, a mud pit. What the fuck? So anyway, they have these specially designed because they scam people all the time clearly at Cireme, with this whole scenario they have actual full bottles of wine made out of plastic. Like, they're prepared for it now. Like, it's a genius idea, don't get me wrong. But, like, you know, you've got to do something genius when your wine tastes that bad. So, basically, you've just got people walking around with these bottles of serum wine that fit in a lot of the camping chairs that we're all sitting on, because they're classy as fuck, uh, in the arms of these chairs. So, these people who are sitting in front of us, they have their bottle of wine in the arm. The freak shows who have come and sat down in this tiny, tiny patch, they have come along and they've got their bottle of wine, but they've finished their bottle of wine. So what do they decide to do? Yeah, I can hear you thinking it through in your minds. That's right. The fucking carny circus freaks decide to, while the other nice, normal couple are standing up, dancing along, doing a little boppy boppy because they're 50 plus, so it's not like a real dance move. It's more like a shoulder shimmy uh, to Elton. Well, they're not looking. The couple steals their bottle of wine and pours it into their own glass. Now, can I just say, these carny motherfuckers were—they were disgusting. They were completely off their face. They were clearly on drugs. At one stage, the wife, when well, is a man and a woman that were married, the woman goes off to like the Portaloo department. Yeah, hello, we were in Portaloo's. They were walking over to the Portaloo department, and then the husband's yelling at her, going, "Only take four or five. Only take four or five. Sorry." Some discretion, please. We're at Elton motherfucking John. Do you need to take caps? Is that what you call them? I feel so in on the group. I've never done drugs in my life, like literally ever. So I'm always a bit like um, drug adjacent. Like I don't really know the words, the names. So I'm going to say caps. Someone we were with called them caps and I'm going to go with that. So yeah, I think she was taking caps. So she was... Fucked beyond repair. Like, no idea. Doing the full sway when she stood up. No idea if she was going to land flat on her face or remain standing. Nobody was sure. So they steal these people's wine. Like, you don't need their wine. You've already taken four or five caps, guys. You're fucked as it is. That didn't seem to bother them. So they stole their wine. I then see it and wasn't quick enough to grab my phone to record it. Mm, not ideal. Sorry, actually. I've told the story slightly wrong. She grabbed the wine and poured it into her glass her husband of the Carney Freak Show couple didn't realise that she'd done it. So then she finishes that wine. I am then alerted to the fact that this is... Because I only caught the tail end of it. I'm alerted to the fact that this has occurred. I am then shocked and horrified to my core, but not surprised because they're Carney Show freaks. I'm surprised they didn't fleece some of their food and their chairs and their dignity while they were going. Although all of us lost our dignity that day. So then she finishes her wine. So what she do? She goes for round two. Now, unfortunately, I wasn't so quick on the draw again, but what I did catch is the end result. So I'm going to upload to my private Facebook group, literally nobody cares on Facebook, the video of the gentleman. You miss the part where he pulls it out of their arm, but you see him get it, do a cheeky face, give her the cheeky face showing that he's got it, then pouring it in and returning it to their chair. So you see the transaction, just not the initial part of the transaction. You see the theft. You see the scumbag steal from normal people. I was horrified. And you know what happened then moments later? She was so fucked up her face, she vomited on herself. And you know what? You deserve that, sweetheart. Although it seemed to her like they were pretty comfortable with that outcome. Like it was a normal fucking Tuesday. Do you know what I mean? Like, absolutely not. Take your lesbian haircut and get the fuck out of Elton John. It was just wild. Watching it, like, stealing right in front of it. Like, it was just, I couldn't deal with it. It wasn't for me. And also, to get a drink was like a 40 minute wait in a line. So like it's not only are you stealing the worst wine in the world, but you're stealing the only drink available that you then have to line up for. Like it's a no from me. Like an absolute no. Oh, my word. Anyway, it stopped raining for the majority of the concert, to be fair, uh, and then it started raining again at the end all over us. So there was that. There were people walking around in thongs which I thought was disgusting, like there's mud, there's a whole situation. There were people walking around in uh, bare feet. Did you say walking around in bare feet? There were people walking around bare feet, barefoot, whatever the fuck, Cheryl, okay? They're walking around barefoot on the dirt? What is what is this? I don't understand. You're in public. Did you, how were you raised? Were you dragged up? You don't wear no shoes in public. I don't care where we are. This isn't a formal event. Well, not formal, but it's, a, it's an official event, I should say. You wear shoes, you fucking dilettante. I mean, I am people. So, anywho, that was an experience. It was just a full experience. not an experience and a half. It's a full-on experience multiplied over. I will not be returning to Sarah Bay Winery for any events unless Celine decides to go, in which case I'll be purchasing the entire general admission area and setting up my own little picnic station. But other than that, I won't be attending. Do you know what I mean? It just won't be happening. I, was, I mean, the whole concept was a vibe. Picnic blanket, cheese, charcuterie board, it's all happening. The reality is a plastic carafe of piss And Carney show freaks surrounding you, stealing left and right and you fearing for your life because you didn't pack Kevlar. If you don't know what Kevlar is, give it a little Google. It's the material that is uh, a bulletproof vest. I often refer to it, so get up to speed, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, I have dragged on that story, although it's fucking worth the drag and it was a 10 out of 10. But that was this week and that's a wrap on this week. Carney show freaks and me. So that's it for now. I love you the most as always for listening. I am uploading bulk content in the group about this experience. So make sure you're in there. Literally nobody cares on Facebook. And aside from that, you should fucking see the 10 out of 10s in that group. They're out there posting up a storm. Like I'm pretty busy during the day, so I'm not always in there. But they are keeping, they're doing the people's work. They're in there doing the fucking people's work. They are sharing up the memes that matter. They're sharing up the content that's outrageous. They are identifying the Cheryl's. So to those people, thank you. You're keeping me going. Do you know what I'm saying? I just pop in there and it's my people. If you're a Cheryl and you try and get in and we find you as a group, I don't even know what's going to happen, to be honest, but I would be scared. Do you know what I'm saying? Anyway, thank you for listening. Love you all the most. Mm, What are we doing next? I don't know. I'm in New York next week, so we have to do a pre-record of something. Hit me up with ideas. Maybe we should do questions. Maybe we should, I don't know. We'll come up with something. Love you all. See you on the next episode. Bye for now.